You're listening to the two dumb yinzers. It's Taco Tuesday! Welcome back to the show, everybody. Yeah, welcome back. This is episode 429 of the Woo-hoo. two dumb yinzers. How you guys doing today? Oh, exhausted, tired, flabbergasted, flummoxed. Hey, look at this way. It's only Tuesday. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Monday Night Football last night, guys. Cowboys. Cowboys get the win, 20-17 to 17 over the Chargers. Takes the Cowboys to 4-2. and two. Chargers drop to 2-3. and three. I want to ask you guys this. With the Cowboys being 4-2, and two, I'm going to ask you a question about the teams that are just a little bit better right now. There are five. Five, five, and one teams. Of course, there was two undefeated teams at the beginning of the weekend. They dropped to the five and one. So there's five undefeated teams. I want you, Mike and Derpy, I'm going to give each of you a turn here, but I want to see just kind of where you think, because usually at this point of the season, if you have a team that's six and one, if you have a team that's, you know, seven and two, a lot of times that team ends up in the championship game. And a lot of times mm-hmm. that team ends up in the Super Bowl. I'm going to give you the five teams. We're going to go through them one at a time. I want to see what you guys think is going to be the, the ultimate uh, uh, finishing place for these five teams because there were five really good teams, and I would be shocked if four of them aren't in the AFC champ- or in the championship games because they are that good. Guys, I'll read them off to you first, and we'll go through them one by one. Okay. 49ers. The 49ers have a 5-1 and one record now. The Eagles have a 5-1 and one record now. The Dolphins have a five and one record. The Chiefs have a five and one record. They haven't lost since the first week of the season. And the Lions, the Lions uh, guys have a five and one record. Mike, I'm going to start with you. Where do you see? Where do you see these teams? Let's start with the 49ers come uh, beginning of February. Because these are, like I said, they're five really good teams. It isn't like one of these teams are sitting at five and one by yeah. luck. Like they, you know, they won a couple games they wasn't supposed to. These are five legit teams, and I'm. And if I again, if I was a gambling man, I would be willing to bet that one of these teams are going to be the Super Bowl champion this year. Mike, uh, starting with the 49ers, we'll just go down the list. Where, where, do, you, where do you think that uh, these teams are going to finish this year when it's all said and done? Um, San Fran. San Fran. San Fran's definitely going to the NFC Championship game, and I, I see them go into the Super Bowl. Yeah, they had a hiccup against the Browns, but that team is stacked. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. That team is stacked. Say what you will about Brock Purdy. Whether, you know, he's a system quarterback or, you know, he's the real deal. He's getting it done in that offense. And in the NFL anymore, that's all you need is a quarterback to get it done, and he's getting it done. And Not to mention, Mike, getting done. the Browns have the number one defense in the NFL. It yeah. just came out. The Browns have the yeah. number one defense in the NFL. And uh, all they right, continue. A, I'm going to say they have a defense that's putting up numbers that we haven't seen in 53 years. Yeah. Whether that continues or not, I don't know, but right now they are the best defense in the league. Mike, you have the 49ers in the NFC championship game with a uh, a possibility of being the team to go uh, represent the NFC. Yes. Yes. All right. Let's go to the next, the Philadelphia Eagles, the second team to drop their first loss of the season this week. Mike, where do you see the Eagles come uh, February? I see them. Hmm. They're going to lose in the divisional round of the playoffs. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go to the last NFC team, Mike. The Detroit Lions. Where do you they, see them? Where do you they, see them when it's all when the, when the dust settles? Mm-hmm. 
they will be facing the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC Championship game. So possibly the Eagles will probably lose to either the 49ers or the uh-huh. Lions earlier in the bracket. And you're saying right now that the 49ers and Lions will face off, which I would love. I would, I would love, love to see that one. And nothing more I would love to see than the Lions to actually win that game. That would be that would be wild. And I, I would be rooting for them to go all the way if that would happen. Absolutely. We've been on that bandwagon two years ago. You know, I would love to see a Lions Dolphins Super Bowl. <laughs> And only for my own personal selfishness, because, again, I don't want one of these teams to win the Super Bowl that you uh-huh. don't want to win the Super Bowl. But I, I think that I could really enjoy – I could sit back on, you know, February whatever on the couch, put mm-hmm. my feet up and enjoy – and enjoy a Dolphins-Lions Super Bowl because there's no harm, no foul. You could watch these two teams are never in it. Uh, the Lions never been in it, and the uh, Dolphins haven't been in it since the early 80s. So, I mean, these two teams, I, I could certainly sit back and enjoy that Super Bowl. Mike, let's hop over to the AFC. What do you think about the Miami Dolphins? Where do they finish when, when the dust settles? That's a tough one. Oh, um, I hmm. AFC Championship game. You think they're gonna get there? I think they're gonna think they're think they're gonna get there. Somebody eventually is gonna have to beat Buffalo, but you know what? Buffalo has been totally beatable this year, so. Um, let me t- jump over to the other team in the AFC, the Kansas City Chiefs. Mike, Kansas City Chiefs, I believe, ooh, AFC Championship game. So you're looking at a Dolphins, excuse me, Chiefs AFC Championship round, and a 49ers Lions Championship round. Yeah, I, right. I, I I'm hesitant to go either way on the Super Bowl with those two teams. All right. Derpy, I'm going to ask you the same questions. I'm going to start with San Francisco. When it's all said and done, Derpy, in the beginning of February, getting ready to go into the Super Bowl, after the Super Bowl, anytime that time of year, just give me where you think the San Francisco 49ers will be sitting when it's all done. Um, I technically don't have anything else to change. My My results are pretty... Similar to Mike, so I go 49ers to the Super Bowl. 49ers to the Super Bowl. Who do you have them beating? I mean, like Mike has the Lions in the NFC Championship game, yet there's the Eagles. They they were just there. They're hungry. Lions. And the thing about this the Eagles team, you know, that there's no real reason they can't be back in the Super Bowl, Philadelphia. Yeah. They're just as good as they were last year. Uh, Jalen Hurts is just as good. This team's just as good. But uh, both you guys are both saying San Francisco and Detroit in the NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's All what right. I'm going with, boys. And then over to the AFC Derby, I have the Dolphins and the Chiefs both sitting at 5-1. and one. Are you suggesting that both of these two teams would also be in the championship game? Um, yep. A lot of people are, why is everyone counting out Buffalo? I, they're, they're not consistent this year, but that doesn't mean they're not good. I, it's because um, they, they're having trouble – Getting over that hump, that, yeah. you know, they're in Kansas City looks beatable oh. this year with their Maybe defense and offense struggling. So it's why can't we have them this year? Why don't we play them this year? Right, <laughs> <laughs> like this is the year to get like these elite teams to see if you can yeah. drag them down to your level. Yeah. So Derpy, you have the Chiefs and the Dolphins in the AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. And who's your Super Bowl, Derpy? Who's your Super Bowl? If it's mm-hmm. if it's the Chiefs and the Dolphins in the AFC Championship game and the Lions and the 49ers, 
Who are the two teams you think is going to face off in the big one? I have the Chiefs. Chiefs over 49ers or the Lions? Uh, 49ers. All right. A, a, a rematch. Wasn't that the Super Bowl a few years back? 49ers and Chiefs? I believe so, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. So there you have it, guys. I tend to think that one of these teams are going to get in for sure. Yeah. But um, right, I, I mean, yeah. like, it's there's a lot of football left. So there's a lot of football left. Yeah. None of these teams can make it, you know. There's two thirds of the season left. A lot of lot of football to go. I mean, yeah. a lot's going to change, but also there's going to be a lot that stays the same as well. I think. And uh, like I said, I just I, I refuse to rule out Buffalo at this point. That's fair. They, That's they fair. were they were a favorite, you know, all off season long, and people have been talking about it. And, and like I said, they they they're not uh, not like they're getting killed. The games that they're losing, they're. I, I think Buffalo is good enough to get there. But uh, like I said, one of these teams for sure. I, if none, none of these five teams get into the uh, into the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl, I'd be super surprised. Again, that kind of just defies all nature, all uh, common sense. I, you know what I mean? It's very, very weird to, that any of these teams wouldn't wouldn't do it. But uh, I think one of them at least will get in there. I wouldn't count out Buffalo. If anybody outside of this five would do it, I would think it would be Buffalo at this point. Um, Mike, who's a good sleeper team, do you think, in the NFL that could possibly be a team that winds up in the Super Bowl that uh, nobody's really talking about? And I'm not saying not the sense that no one's talking about, but no one's really putting in that exclusive list of top teams. Hmm. Some people may say Jacksonville. You know, like I was like thinking a, like Jacksonville, even, maybe even Baltimore. You, you know, they're sitting there at four and two. Yeah. first in the AFC North, but, you know, they, they just don't have that hype around them like teams have in the past, and that defense is pretty good. Lamar Jackson, you know, if his receivers, you know, catch passes against the Steelers, they're sitting at 5-1. and one. They're in that 5-1 and one conversation, and if it ever comes down to a close game, you know you have the greatest kicker of all time in Justin Tucker. I, I think they, they're a sleeper team. They have, they have weapons. That defense is good enough. And not not like a Ravens defense that we're used to, but they're good enough defensively and offense. They have weapons on there. And Lamar's playing some of the best football he's ever played. And kind of going on what you were saying, uh, you know, <laughs> they were five and one. They they're only one win away from mm-hmm. being five and one. And the game was a Steeler game, which yeah, again, it was the you know, Steeler Raven game, right? So this team could very well, very well be sitting at five and one. Um, they have a big test this week, Mike. They're playing the Detroit Lions, Detroit yeah. and Baltimore this week. I am super. Excited about this game. Um, again, we have friends that are Detroit Lions fans. I, I think that it's exciting. I, I'm happy for them, and they're they're really enjoying it. Like I, I see them on social media, and they um they're really enjoying it. So good yeah. for them. They, they deserve it, man. That that team has been that fan base has not been serviced well by that organization no. at all. They literally been the worst team ever in a league that has the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. You know, you remember when they had like I think what Matt Millen was their GM. He drafted like three wide receivers with the number o- number yeah. one overall p- or first round pick year after year after year, and none of them panned out. Yeah, it was just comical. Derpy, who's your sleeper team? It could be the the AFC or the NFC, but who's one team that you kind of see on the side? You're like, well, this team could make a nice run. And with the ball, the ball bouncing the right way a couple of times in the playoffs, this team might just might find their way. Derpy, who is your sleeper team? My heart says the Steelers. Okay. Realistically, uh, right. Jacksonville. Yeah, I, I think Jacksonville still got a few pieces, but but again, you know, we are looking for that team that isn't all put together that possibly could land in the uh, in the Super Bowl. But yeah. Um, yeah. I I, yeah. Just, I I wish I wish I could say the Steelers are a sleeper team, even with my heart. 
I just I just don't see it. Yeah. It's yeah. hard to because there's been no signs of consistency at all. And you need to be consistent. Well, you know, Mike, yeah. you and I have said this since day one of this show. Consistency is key. Mm-hmm. That's been something that we we go by on the show here. And I, I just think that, that there's been no sign of consistency at all with our offense. Not not one bit. And that alone is going to keep me from picking the Steelers in this situation because you've got to be able to put two drives together to uh to to, to do anything. And we have yet shown the, the ability to do so. Um, unfortunately. Of course, I would love to see the Steelers there, but guys, realistically, anytime that we've played any of these teams over the past two years, it's been a complete disaster. San Francisco yeah. this year, the Eagles last year, Buffalo last year, the Chiefs the year before in the playoffs. Any of these teams that we've faced any time recently has been really bad, except for the Miami Dolphins last year. That game was close, but this team is a lot better. They're healthy. I I, I wouldn't even count that. So, you know. Of course, I'd love to see the Steelers. Who wouldn't love to see the Steelers there? Yeah. I think the, the 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 NFL benefits if the Steelers are there. I think you know the, they have a world, not only a following, just a fan base, and people really like to watch the Steelers. So, I I, I think there's a certain segment of Steeler fans that want Tomlin fired, that want Austin fired, that want um, Matt Canada fired. Would not want to see the Steelers <laughs> win a Super Bowl. Yeah. I think there's there's a small segment of the fans that want to see this team fail, so they don't have to say, "Oh, you know what? Maybe we were wrong." Yeah. You know, and hey, I I didn't think Kenny. You know, they they won the Super Bowl with Kenny. I'll I'll eat crow. Like, hey, I didn't think you'd be able to do it. If he doesn't, hell yeah, mom, I would be happy. Right. I and mean, there's still things you know, I need, like I need be, to see Kenny improve on. Yeah, you of can course. Like, you know criticize the the players and the coaches, but still want to see them succeed. You know. Right. And you can still love them, but also point he's out that, hey, we're not doing too well here and there. He's not doing bad. The only thing that I, I really wish that he – I wish he would calm down. I, he needs to calm down. Oh, he got happy feet, man. The thing is, is his feet's happy. His head, his, his mind moves at the right speed. I see him in calm situ- – I see him calm in situations that, that normal quarterbacks, even starters yeah. sometimes get shaken by. He's good in that sense, but his feet, they need to calm down. They need to do whatever they have to do. Put, put 30-pound weights on his shoes if they have to, but he has to stay in that okay. pocket. If he plans to get better and move on in this league and move forward, he has to get better in the pocket. That's his big thing for me right now is his pocket presence. Mm -hmm. Um, But, guys, look at this. Yeah, I was going to say, like, watch his feet, man. Like, you you see him on his drop back. He doesn't set. He he, he gets a little flat-footed, then he gets nervous and runs. And then every time that he stays in the pocket and he moves up and he moves up, you know, those – Or he rolls to the wrong side. But no, but but what I'm saying is he, you know, when he moves up in the pocket, things are fine. They're fine, yeah. you know. Yeah. Don't, uh, yeah, he he wants to do that blind rollout to that the blind left. roll to the left. It drives me crazy. Nobody does this because it's it's it, an insane. Yeah. Uh, it's unnatural. It's an unnatural it, it, move. Yeah, you can you can do it in college because you're you're faster than those D linemen. Yeah. Now you got D linemen that are running just as fast or faster. Yeah, you're than not you. faster than anybody in the NFL. Yeah. Everybody's faster. Yeah, everyone's fast. But of course, at the end of the day, we only have one more loss than the San Francisco 49ers. So say what you will, a third of the way through the season, the elite, I think that you're probably the most elite team of these five. We only have one more loss than they do. So do what you want with that. Hey, Guys, we got that going. We do got that going for real, us. Real quick, he was saying the, the Baltimore is turning into the 05 to 2000 or to the 2020 um, San Diego Chargers, where you have talent and you just can't get it done. 
you know, we, you know, we always say that, Mike, about this, this Chargers team. They're, they're never going to get it mm-hmm. done. That's what I'm saying. They're just one of those franchises. They're just not going to get it done. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they can't get over the hump, why they can't make the connection, yep. why they can't – this team, even the team in, 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 in the 90s, the team that beat us to go on to the Super Bowl to lose to San Francisco, that wasn't a really good team. No. Stan Humphreys was the quarterback. Um, Natron Means, who was – you know, he was a good he running good back. back. Yeah, but but it was Pupinu, a guy named oh, Pupinu, a tight end. Most people will probably never, ever remember that name ever again. But if you're a Steeler fan, you will. You know, he was the reason we lost. It was two touchdown passes to Poopanoo out of nowhere. A tight end. We cannot cover a tight end for as long as I never. watch the Steelers. We never have. From the 80s till now, we cannot cover a tight end. I don't care who the head coach is or who the defensive coordinator is. Yeah. <sighs> but there you have it, Poopanoo. Yeah. In the, in the Chargers coach, if you look at the picture for when he was hired to now, he's aged worse than president's age. He's only been there for three years. Wait, who? I, I was the Brandon Staley, the Chargers coach. He was young, yeah. little chubby face. Now it's all gray hair. He's like a president. Face. He he's aging worse than a president. Like a wartime president ages yeah. better than this guy. I don't know how much more Biden could age. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, Biden has stopped aging. He's reached that point where he stopped aging. <laughs> he reached you the know, point he, where he's, he's going to go Benjamin Button. No, he's going to go younger. He's going to turn back on itself. He, he's reached in the age where he looks like the, the bad guy from Thundercats. Do you remember Thundercats and that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he he was a mummy and he worked, would go like this and all the, uh-huh. the, yeah. But his knees work better than mine and that's not fair. Hmm. Who's the guy in Thundercats? No, Joe Biden. I was going to say, uh, you know, because you know, that's our political talk right there. <laughs> yeah, we, we do put restraint on that because the show would probably definitely get uh, canceled <laughs> or aborted entirely well, see, you can't even say that now right can't say I, I know <laughs> there, if, goes if half would, our, there goes half our viewing audience if we would go political <laughs> on this show we, we've decided a long time ago a long time ago it would just be ryan and i screaming at each other yeah and then going out and joking afterwards but it would get bad oh it would get ugly but it would get, it would be fun the juice maybe, maybe one flowing. day maybe we'll do a political um i don't know Steelers underdogs in four of their first five games, winning three of those games. They're underdogs again. Guys, this is the first time in a long time that the Steelers have been underdogs this many games in a row. The underdogs, Mike, they're going to Los Angeles. You know, I, I know that uh, you know they have issues out west. Mm-hmm. It's never easy. Never easy going out west. Matter of fact, the, the win against Las Vegas this year was kind of even a surprise yeah. for us. Do we, can but, we beat this Rams team, Mike? I, I think we can. I th- I think we can, but I don't know. You, you, we're going out west. We, you know, we broke that that string. You know, we we won out west. We beat the Raiders. But uh, God, I I think it's going to be a close game. But I I think I think their receivers are just overall better than our 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 secondary. I think Cooper Cup is going to eat us alive. Yeah, and that's that, just that what I'm rookie, worried about. That rookie, that rookie killing. Puka, I'm worried about him. I'm worried about Aaron Donald. You know, people are want to complain about Dan Moore might be starting. I'm worried about what Aaron Donald's going to do to the interior offensive line. That's what I'm worried about. I I don't know. I, I don't think we're going to win this one. I know coming out of the bye, Tomlin has a good record. I know after a loss. Oh, wait, no, wait, we won. We won. Never mind. What am I talking about? Yeah, but coming out of the bye, excuse me. Yeah, Tomlin has a really good record coming out of the bye. I just think, I just think 
God, we're kind of like in that both teams are in the middle of the road. I just, I'm just worried about their passing attack against our secondary. If we can't get the pressure, so they hit Cooper, if they hit Cooper Cup on those quick crossing routes that he's really good at, we're going to struggle. Routes, with that. We're going to struggle. We're going to struggle big time. And, you know, are, are, my, we gonna, are we going to be stupid and put a linebacker on him like we tend to do? As Mike referred to about the, uh, the Dan Moore Jr. situation, Broderick Jones had a great game. Uh, last week against Baltimore, but the Steelers want to go back to Dan Moore Jr. as their uh, starting left tackle, who is one of the worst grades amongst offensive tackles um, by the PFF this year. Mike, do you think it makes sense to go back to Dan Moore? I, you you, you kind of threw Broderick Jones in after, mm-hmm. you know, the fourth or fifth game of his career. He goes out and plays a great game. He gives up nothing against the Baltimore defense. Is there any reason that Broderick Jones shouldn't be playing, shouldn't uh, be starting moving forward? Just in the big picture, not just because. I, if, throw him at left tackle. At and throw some Dan, point, he's got to. He has to take it, but throw Dan Moore at right tackle. Chooks is, people want to say Dan Moore is, you know, he's this terrible, you know, he has the worst grades, this and that. He gave up one sack to Miles Garrett, Bosa, um, Max Crosby, and the Ravens or not the Ravens, and, and another pass rusher. He gave up one sack in his first four games that he played. He was, good in the run, he was good in the run game. Chooks takes penalties all the time. I would rather have moved Dan Moore to the left, Broderick Jones to the right. Dan Moore, he's a, he's, a, he's a much better tackle than people give him credit for. I, you know, you give up one sack in four games. You know, last year, this line, they gelled so well at the end of the year. There are 150, what, rushing yards a game or some shit like that. No one wants to give Dan Moore credit for, you know, the, his play last year down the stretch. Everyone wants to point out to, you know, how bad he was his rookie year and apparently how bad he was this year, but only giving up one sack. I, I, I think, don't get it. I'm not a huge Dan Moore fan. He's a fine tackle. I want Roger Jones there, and I want Dan Moore on right tackle. I think our offensive line playing just fine. I just think that uh, – and not great. <laughs> they're playing just fine. They're going to – you know, if they keep moving in the right direction, they're going to be fine. I – just think that Broderick Jones needs to be playing at this point. There's no sense. There's no reason that you shouldn't be playing your number one overall pick from the first round of the draft. He should be playing. And you know what? If he's if he's playing well, which he is, yeah, he should be playing more and possibly starting. And this is why you drafted him because the guy that you're choosing to play over him wasn't the guy that you thought was going to do it. That's why you went out and got this young kid. There's no reason at all that I could see, Mike that Broderick Jones should not be starting on this offensive line. And you know what? If he if he comes across trials and tribulations along the way, that's so what it is. is. You, you know, if you're going to wait for this guy to be perfect, you know, he, he's going to be in his 40s by the time that happens. It's football. <laughs> get him in there. Let him yeah. play. Let him get better. I see no reason, none, that Broderick Jones shouldn't be playing. Yeah, I, I think they he should be in there right away. I You know, I think Chooks is the weak link. Dan Moore is better than Chooks. Move him and over there. Those guys I would aren't move, doing terrible. It's not like I, this line's playing bad football this year. They're not. They're not. No, no. And, and like, Are they I, dominating? No, but who, no. who would have expected? Who, who thinks they should be no. dominating? Nobody. Hey, Nobody thinks they should be no. dominating. And, and, yeah. And Dan Moore just has a bad rep because of like his rocky rookie year. His rocky rookie <laughs> year. 
I agree. I, I just, I, I just can't. Derpy, what do you think, Broderick yeah. Jones? There's no reason for him to be on the sideline. This ah, guy, this guy, and even, even Joey Porter. He's our first round, first round pick. He should. Exactly, Joey Porter sitting at number 32. I think is also a thir- first round pick. Say, say what you will. Both of these guys should be playing, but if not one more than the other, Broderick Jones should be in there most of the time. I, I can't under any, any circumstances understand why he wouldn't be at this time. Uh, Derpy, is there any reason that Broderick Jones shouldn't be starting? Maybe maybe I'm missing something. It's very possible. Maybe I'm overlooking something, and you could say, you know what, this is probably why. And, I, and I'll listen to you, but please, if you have any explanation on why Broderick Jones is not just in there right now, is that, that solid left tackle, please share it with me, Derpy. I mean, it's always been the Steelers' way. And, that, and that's probably the answer. Yeah, you remember Troy Polamalu said his rookie year, but a lot of when he did play, people thought he was a bust. He turned into a legendary one of the greatest players of all time. You got to let him play. Like Dan Moore, like, you know, he really only played one season in college. I can understand that. They want to get him, you know, more practice reps there. But, you know, he he proved that he can handle, handle the reps, you know, put him out there. And like I said, here's the line I would go with. But I understand they want to keep continuity. But here's the line I would go come with outside of the coming out of the bye. I'm putting Broderick Jones, Isaac Smallu, Daniels at center, Herbig at guard, and then Dan Moore at right tackle. Uh, you know, to me, Cole is the weak link of this yeah. offensive line. If you want to Cole keep, and Chooks. Yeah, Cole and Chooks. If you want to keep Chooks and Dan Moore at your tackle, all right, put Daniels at center and put Herbig at right guard. I, I think there'll be a much better, at least a much better run blocking offensive line. I just think there's no reason this guy shouldn't be playing. No, more. He, should be, he, should he be needs playing. to be uh, for, for, for many reasons. You know what I mean? It's not just my yeah. opinion. There's many reasons why this guy should be playing more yeah. and probably starting. But, you know, the, the Steelers, they like, they, they like Dimworth. They like how he turned himself in, you know, he's gotten Which better. Which is great. But it's great, but he's put him at right tackle. Put but why right do you, but, but, but stop, go back and remember why. You used your first pick exactly. on the the guy exactly. that you used it on. That that's a, that's what, yeah. what it comes it makes, down to. It makes no sense to sit him. Makes no sense to sit Joey Porter Jr. You know, Keanu Benton. You know, he's getting more reps. Herbert's getting more reps. Why not give it to the guys who you know? Uh, yeah, the first. first yeah, they're sure as hell not. They're, they're sure as hell not being shy with Keanu Benton. Which I don't yeah. get me wrong. I have no problem. The guy's a refrigerator. But uh, what, no what, what is the her. difference? Why yeah. is this guy in all the time making plays? And, and you're worried to start your number one overall pick, and yeah. it's crazy, crazy yeah. to me. Yeah, and granted, you know they're small sample sizes, but you know they're they, they've they've shown good positive results. He's he's up there. I mean, his his grades are up. Everything is good on on uh, Benton, Mike. We got the uh, all right. So as far as the <laughs> injuries this year, three line. Hey, yeah, Pete, they are they are more complicated than they need to be. But remember, O linemen, they are the smartest people out there outside of the That's true. That's true. I remember you remember the O linemen in school. They were just them big guys. They got good yeah. grades. You didn't know if they were smarter. They were getting good grades because of their football players. But either way, you look at it, they yeah, had good they, they were smart because they got a you know they're sitting there, especially the center man. They're calling out all the protections and centers and guards and guards tackles all communicate with each other. Um, of course, Mike was referring to the um, on the board. P. Morton says those O line playbooks are more complicated uh, than they need to be. Mike, the injury situation for the Steelers this week: Marvin Leal has cleared the concussion protocol, which is good. That's very good. 
now DJ, did he get removed from the IR or is, is he st- now I've seen a, a post somebody put up <laughs> and I didn't go and research it, but I seen that this is what they had up DJ uh, Deontay Johnson, of course, removed from the IR and activated plans to play versus the Rams. Is this, is this a, a true statement, Mike, or I, I don't know. I didn't go back and look it up. I just saw it. I got it. And I figured I'd ask you. Um, what I have is from, as of today, from ESPN, Steelers announced Monday that Johnson has been designated to return from injured reserve. So it's looking like he's on track to, on track to play. And McFarland is also looking like he's on track to play as well. He's I can't wait. Monday. The thing is, you know, you know, I mean, there's guys you like, <laughs> there's guys you don't like on, on your teams. And yeah, everybody knows how I feel about DJ, but you know what? He needs to be back on this team. Every, we we got to get back to full force. We got to get healthy. And, and, you know, that's, that's, that's putting us in our best position to win. Say what you will about DJ. And I will say what I will, but I, I I'm a firm believer. The healthier you are, the better off you're going to be. And I, I would like to see DJ back in the lineup. I would like to see Lee L back in the lineup. I would like to see McFarlane. You know, you want to be healthy. That That's when you're putting yourself in the best position to win football games is when you're healthy and everybody's available mm-hmm. and you could call on anybody in any given situation. And then uh, hopefully, hopefully these guys make it back for the Rams. And I think, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, uh, Fryermuth is back as well. And Fryermuth is back. So, you know, providing we want to throw the tight end for whatever reason, we don't do that too much anymore. <laughs> I think that can be big. Mike on the board also P Morton says, imagine being an alignment of average intelligence may take me a little might take a little longer. <laughs> yeah, those are those are called right tackles. Yeah, you know, yeah, you put the W over there. Yeah. That's where <laughs> that's where Ryan would play. That that's why I, I did I'm a, I'm a center. I'm a center, you know. I'm out there communicating to everyone. When I was a kid, I was I was a fat little kid. So I always they always stuck me on the line, but then I got older and I started slimming down. So I got to get, you know, get off the line and that was great. But uh, when I was a kid, man, it was a, it, it was rough. It was yeah. rough. Cause I was, I was just a fat kid. It wasn't like I was fat. And I was a good football player fat. Yeah. I was just this fat kid. So everything was hard. My, my first year of playing football was seventh grade and they decided to make me left guard. I'm like, really? They put me on the strong side of the line. Okay. I've never played before. Yeah. yeah. Luckily in seventh grade, you're not passing the ball much. So. Oh, oh no, no, no. But we did a lot of. We had some passing, but we did a lot of pulling, and I was the pulling guard. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, coach? Yeah. You want the big, unathletic guy? No. No. Um, Mike, also in the NFL, the Jets win over Philadelphia Sunday Derby. I don't know if you're aware of this. Get this. The Jets win over Philadelphia. Everyone, of course, knows that they beat the, the Eagles to knock them out of their undefeated reigns. The Jets win over Philadelphia Sunday was the first time, Derpy, the first time the Jets beat the Philadelphia Eagles in history. They've played the Eagles 12 times in the history of these two teams. They lost all 12 times when they beat the Eagles this past weekend and knocked them off out of being undefeated. That was the very first Jets win over the Eagles. So if you've seen that game, you've seen history. Derpy is blown away by that. He is stunned to silence. Yeah, usually by now I'm used to hearing the fire alarm, but that's not even yeah, not, not even that. Derpy is just stunned to silence. Never, Derpy. They never, ever, ever beat the Eagles. So, Also. Oh, the apocalypse. No. There, you, there you go. At least Derpy said something yeah. in that segment. There we go. We got that. At least Derpy's keeping it positive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of the Jets, Aaron Rodgers on pace for an unprecedented return. 
sources say he could be back in just as uh, fast as a few weeks. I thought Aaron Rodgers was done. Yeah, I, I'm thinking that Achilles injury may not have been as bad as they're letting on. I mean, we've no... even seen it snap. I mean, you've seen it snap yeah. through a sock. I yeah. mean, you know it was bad. There's something fishy going on there. Yeah. But, you know, he, they showed him walking, but it looked like a very ginger, gingerly walk. I, I wonder if he's rushing it back and fighting through some this. pain. Just get out there to say, hey, I made it back and might make it worse. I'm Aaron Rodgers. I'm Aaron. Yeah, he's you know he has to compete with the other guy, the other uh, Mahomes, the the insurance guys, right? Yeah, he wants to. You know, he's trying to get into a feud with uh, uh, um, Kelsey, and so you know, Rodgers. He just wants to get his name out there. Yeah, it's all about Rodgers at this point. You know, it is. It's all about Rodgers. He doesn't like the fact that Travis Kelsey took took the limelight with Taylor Swift. I think it is Aaron Rodgers is like he's starved for attention. He's like, who could I date now? I need to date someone. Yeah, you can see I can see the gear starting. He's gonna go and date like you know someone else. That ain't gonna be Suzanne Summers. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, with Aaron Rodgers, you never know. Uh, yeah. I can see uh, Zach Wilson could have dated her, but uh <laughs> I can see but I thought this was gonna be it. I thought at this point in his career. Uh, taking the injury at his age, that that might have been it. But you know what? If he comes back, I say good for them because the Jets, you know, they, they lost so much by losing this quarterback mm-hmm. this year. Maybe, maybe, maybe they could just yeah. salvage something out of this and, uh, you, you know, save their season. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. It's going to be a story. It's going to be a pain in the ass circus, whatever it is. Hey, P, I, th- I don't know if you ever watched South Park, but the stem cells, he's like how Christopher Reeves was. I mean, he's getting those little babies and sucking out their stem cells. He's going to be out there running around like a hawk. You know what, P, uh, well, a couple comments prior to that where you said, I just failed at O-line until they put me in nose tackle. That's where <laughs> they put everybody. When, it, <laughs> when you're not good, they just put you in nose tackle. It's such an insignificant insignificant position at that age because you don't have to do much. I mean, here's the thing. The linebackers are usually the more athletic kids when you're young, and they're usually everywhere making the tackles. Mm-hmm. I was at nose guard, and I remember not doing much of anything. You just run up there and get double teamed all night long. I, they weren't double teaming me. I, I was lucky to get blocked. <laughs> They're like, we don't have to worry about this guy. We're going to pull our center and have the guards oh, block did, the yeah. opposite way. <laughs> our whole team was so bad. They just pulled their whole offensive line. I, it, it was something. But uh, a bunch of Connecticut fans rooting for the Jets. I, you know what? I, I'm going to root for the Jets. I, I, I've been now, saying this for a couple of years. And, and I, I think we've been talking about. I think that it's funny with, with the Aaron Rodgers situation. I, I, I because this was the thing. These guys, they got all these primetime games. Mm-hmm. They get all these Sunday nights, all these Monday nights. And now you're, you're watching Zach Wilson and the Jets lose. But uh, this was supposed to be a good run for this team. I don't know if this team was going to be in the Super Bowl. But, I, I you know, it's, it's just a weird kind of team, an off team. I do. I kind of like the Jets in a weird kind of way. You know, a lot of times that- Pittsburgh people end up there, whether it be, you know, from our yeah. football or college program or just, you know, our hometowns. A lot of our players end up on the New York Jets. So. Yeah. I, uh, you know, hey, Zach Wilson has guided the Jets to a three and three record. Not, not bad. Not bad for, you know, people want to call him a bus, but hey, he's battle, battling along. And that's that team sitting at 500 in contention. And, and the only person that ever won a Super Bowl in New York with the Jets was Joe Namath. Mm-hmm. And he grew up just right across the river from the studio here. So, yeah, it's fun. I had Darrell Revis, of course, Ty Law, mm-hmm. all these guys from Pitt that end up there. Izzy, you know, a lot of, who's up? Whitehead, Jordan Whitehead doing big things now. 
but all these guys are from the valley here and it's, it's awesome to see so i do kind of i, I kind of like the jets in that way but that's gonna be it it's like pittsburgh east or pittsburgh west it is yeah um let's see what else do i got here mike <clears throat> we gotta move forward we have to move forward move forward uh, what do we have? We had the injuries. XFL registers trademark for the UFL. The, the, the name between the two, uh, the two merging leagues, the USFL and the XFL, they registered for the trademark UFL, the United Football League. That's what it, yeah, I was going to say, is that what it's going to mean? Huh. That is what it's going to mean. That is so, what it's going to mean. Good English. So there's Mike, no more English. XFL and USFL. They did merge. They're going to be the UFL. I don't know how I, like I feel it. about the UFL. <laughs> I don't know about about the name alone, or just yeah, the, then the, the yeah. UFL. Okay. I I don't. I like the XFL. It has that hard syllable. The UFL just yeah. doesn't have a. You're not going to see Taylor Swift at the UFL. <clears throat> You'd see her at the XFL, but not the UFL. MJ Devonshire, Mike. MJ Devonshire, of course. Uh, Saturday night had a big game. With the Pitt Panthers, another another person from right here in the Valley over at Aliquippa High School. He does play for Pitt now. He is their starting corner. He had uh, the big, big interception last year against West Virginia. It was a marquee interception. As a matter of fact, you see it all the time. He, Mike, also is named Player of the Week this week with the big interception. Uh, pick six, he took all the way 86 yards back in the 38-21 win over number 14 Louisville, the upset this week. Also, um, MJ had six tackles and five pass breakups, so... Uh, player of the week, uh, ACC player. player of the week. Such a good player. I, I like MJ. I, I do uh, too, man. He, wish him nothing but the best. It was like last year, man. He burst to me. He burst on the scene for me. I was like, oh my God, so, this it kid was is that interception, Mike. The interception it, against West Virginia was the, yeah the, the one where I moment. thought it was a replay. It was the defining moment. Yeah, it, he was. Ever since then, I, I've become a huge Devonshire fan. Absolutely, he's probably going to end up with the Jets. Probably, you know, probably. He, should, uh, he should have ended up at Penn State. Yeah, they're getting Tyke Hayes, so who's, we'll see what he does. Yeah, yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited for that. Also from Aliquippa, if anybody's wondering. Yeah. Um, <laughs> unbelievable, man. Great stuff, though. Also, Mike, uh, I did forget to mention yesterday at the Pittsburgh Steeler game on Saturday was the homecoming game. It was the big upset against number 14, Louisville. Ah. And Darrell Revis was there being um, honored. Of course, he just made it into the Hall of Fame from Aliquippa. And Tony Dorsett, uh, another guy from Pitt that was from Hopewell, the town that neighbors Aliquippa, he was there. Kenny was there. A bunch of guys were there to uh, celebrate this night, the homecoming, senior night, Darrell Rivas, everything like that. So it was a lot of fun. That win was big, Mike. That win oh, over yeah. Louisville, that huge. was their big win for the season. It, it would be nice to see if they can you know, turn that around to a nice little run. But like we talked about, man, cool. Uh, the schedule they have upcoming is brutal. It's brutal. It, 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 that could be one of the toughest schedules left. I, I don't know what everybody else is playing, but come on. You look at them teams, it's like three of the six are ranked. Yeah. Uh, yeah, rough. three of the six. Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be a rough one. As long as they upset Notre Dame, I'll be happy. That'd be something. I hope they do. They, they can beat Notre Dame. I don't know why. They just they, – they can. They have. They do. Um, like, I, have, I found something kind of cool here. <laughs> I'm going to uh, kind of buy a couple minutes with. I think this is pretty wild. This is of the 16 teams. This, somebody just made this. I, I just want to talk about it. This is, it has, it has 32 teams in the NFL, but it, it partners every team logo with 
another team's logo. For example, the first one is the Cardinals and the Falcons. Mm-hmm. They're both red birds. Sad red birds, okay? Yes, very sad red birds. The next one is the Bears in the Colts logo. Their connector is they're both crescent shape. Let's see if you guys could guess what they are, what the connections are. All right, you, you understand what I mean? You, okay. You, okay. Yeah. Derby, are you there? Yep. Derby. <laughs> beep once <laughs> if yes, beep twice if no. Oh, the beep is gone. Derby, I don't know how to communicate with you anymore. Right. right. <laughs> Next on the list. So, first, the Cardinals and the Falcons are sad red birds. That's the connection. The second one, <laughs> the Bears. And the Colts, of course, were thinking about their logos. What's the connection? They're both crescent shape. Number three, Mike, what is the connection between the Jets and the Packers? The Jets and the Packers logo, oh, what is the connection? They're both oval and green. You nailed it, Mike. Green ovals. See, now you Baby, got it. Look Derpy, at that. Derpy, I, know, you, I know what I'm doing. You get it now, Derpy? No. Okay. Oh my I'm going to try <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Hang cool. in there. We'll be I, need, right. I need a drink now, Derpy. <laughs> How's come every time Derpy talks, you always follow it up with, I need a drink? Well, you know, I, I right. need an excuse to drink. So Derpy, Derpy's my excuse. So that one was, there were green ovals. That was correct, Mike. <laughs> you, you hit it right on the head. So you, you, all right, here we go. Next two teams, the Lions and the Panthers. The Lions and the Panthers. Lions and the Panthers. Oh, they're both uh they're both both big cats. They're both blue cats. Blue cats. Blue cats. All right. Rawr. Next they're, one. They're, they're they're frisky kitties. Rawr. Next one. Seahawks and Eagles. Seahawks and Eagles. What is the common uh according to this list? What is the common uh, thing between these two logos? Uh, silver bird heads. Gray birds. Good job. Gray birds, silver, whatever. Gray it. bush, whatever, you know, whatever floats your boat. Saints and Cowboys. Saints and Cowboys. What is the common thing that matches these two mm. logos together, according to this list, Mike? Like, like star shaped ish. What they have is pointy things. Pointy so I think things. star shapes. Uh, yeah. Falls I, I know New Orleans isn't a star shape, but it, you know what I mean. Yeah. Whatever it's called, the, the flu, whatever. All right, here we go. The next two teams. What is the connection between these two logos? The Titans and the Steelers. The Titans and the Steelers. Um, I... I, I don't they have circle they're like a circle logo the um the answer they have mike is they both have three stars in their logo they both have what? three stars the titans have the red ones oh um, yeah they do all okay. around the t okay all right i had to look up the titan blood hmm jaguars and dolphins what are what is the common connection between these two logos mike the jaguars and the dolphins. They both have teal in them. Teal Floridians. <laughs> You're doing good enough. Yeah, like did like like P said, was this all AI generated? It might be. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's uh let me see. 
it's via automatic bottle. I don't know what it is. It was just something I found on Twitter. <laughs> Peace says fire who whoever intern was giving this assignment. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. We're to the second half of the list here, guys. What are what is the common between the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs? The Niners and the Chiefs? The Niners and the Chiefs. Uh, both red logos. Red what white. else? What else about those those logos? Or something else that they have um, listed? They're both red and white. That's all I know. Oh, they have the letters in them: KC and SF. And what about the letter? What is special? What is what is common about these two sets oh, of the letters? overlapping letters? They're interlocked red oh, letters. Interlocked, yeah. interlocked, baby. Here's one I think you're gonna like, Mike. Scissor action. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. The Vikings. In the Patriots, uh, it's a human head, a human mascot, human logo, white people. <laughs> what <laughs> I swear that's what it has. What? It's, I swear, it says what? white people and it has a picture of their two faces. <laughs> um, next, crackers, crack ass, crackers. <laughs> next on the list, the Raiders and the Buccaneers. The Raiders and the Buccaneers. White people? Well, yeah. But <laughs> <What>? <laughs> we got to have a different answer. Uh, they're both pirates. They are pirates. Yes. Now you're getting it. White people. <laughs> um, you know, I said human, and that wasn't good enough. Man. That I wasn't good white enough. People. Only no. white people are humans. The Jeez. next one is, guys. With their fire. logos, what is the common between these two logos? We're about down to five of them. Uh, last five. Here we go. Last number five. The Baltimore Ravens and the Cincinnati Bengals. What is the common in their logos? Uh, black color. Close. I mean, yes, but that's not bees? the answer. They are bees. Yes, they're both. They have both have a B in their logo. Oh, Raven has one on their head, and the uh, oh yeah. All right, four more guys. What is the common between the logos of the Browns and the Broncos? And this is kind of a weird answer, but just take a stab at or, it more. Uh, orange, orange heads, orange heads. Okay. Buffalo Bills in Houston Texans. The Buffalo Bills logo and the Houston Texans logo. What is the common between those two? Uh, blue and red. Blue and red. Stripes. Blue and red. Logo. What are they? What are what what are the logos? Oh, blue and red uh, animal. Blue Correct. and red cattle. Very good. Blue and red animals. Two left. All right. New York Giants. In the Washington Commanders, what is the common between the two logos of the New York Giants and the Washington Commanders? Giants. If you're not familiar, the um, the Commanders is is a W. The block lettering, letters. Yeah, kind of. It doesn't. Um, lettering. No, it's just a, it's just a W. I have no idea what the connection. They're lowercase, both lowercase letter, and I couldn't tell you that because that was the answer. How can you tell us a lowercase W? Yeah, uh, they, they had they had to think of something, you know. They're, they're that, that one's fishy. You wait till you get this one. I, I save this one for last because you're talking about fishy. Here we go. If any, our derpy, you're in this too. <laughs> I like Pete Morton real quick. He he's playing along, and 
would we have the white guys? He goes, white dudes, before we even got it. <laughs> last one. Everybody, everybody needs all, all hands on deck. Here we go. Last one. Everybody, um, these two teams, what is the common between their logos? The Chargers and the Rams. Now, this is all 32 teams. They managed to do this. Every team had a met, had a mate with somebody. I need to know what the common is between the Chargers and the Rams. The answer is kind of off. So, again, I don't think that – Blue and gold? Well, yes, of course, that is uh, correct. Lightning bolts? The answer to to this, Mike, is yellow boomerangs, I guess. (laughs) Yellow boomerangs? They both just kind of have that arch yellow, you know, the the lightning bolt. Yeah, yeah. This intern is – fired yeah from the show derpy i hate to tell you buddy but you're fired <laughs> you've been working on it for it. three weeks Mike. But Leave you're him alone. Fired. So, okay I'm, I'm back on the board here so now i can see what's going oh, on Pete. yellow circles that was close enough Pete. yeah it really was um mike the penguin uh, okay I, I like i see yeah i was on the wrong screen derpy has or P has answers for everything. He was great, man. He was done and someone did ask about what's the story behind dr derpy and then they bailed Oh, okay. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. We're, we're still scared one day. We're still trying to figure it out. And he won't leave. He forced his way into the show. Yeah. Now he's a now he's a fixture. So if you want to be yeah, on the show, just show up. Right, Derpy? Right. Come on, Derps. Um Derpy. Mike. Derpy, you're no fun today. Come in. You were all fired up pre-show making fun of me. Oh, that was funny. It was funny. That's why I like Derby. He gets me fired up right before the show starts. Mike, Evgeny Malkin was named the third star of the week last week. He had a big first three games of the season. Two goals, four assists. Uh, Penguins back at it tomorrow night. And still not good enough to be named amongst the top 50 players right now in the NHL. Uh, yeah, according to ESPN, like, are you freaking kidding me? But he Dude's was like the most disrespected, you know, Hall of Fame player alive right now. It's insane the amount of disrespect the hockey media gives this guy. Mike, I do have to finish a couple of things here on your pick, so go ahead and carry the conversation about the hockey game for a moment just until I get numbers counted up. But I do have results for you, and we'll see how you did. So the mic is yours. How about Derby? Let's go back to this uh, Roger Jones and Dan Moore Jr. situation. All right. Uh, I like how depressing is it that you know the Steelers draft someone in the, in the what 17th overall trade up and don't play him, like or 14th overall, wherever we draft him. I, like how how annoying is that for you? Very annoying, but I mean, like I said before, it's the Steeler way. It's is, is how it, we always run things is it time to move on from the Steeler way because the Steeler way hasn't worked in like a decade i think it's time to like you know start moving on from coaches start moving on from philosophy start moving on from players that just because you know that's the stellar way you know it's like how we always have to run the ball it's like the Steelers are never allowed to be a passing offense even though that's what everyone does now why did the Steelers have to still be a running team because that's the way we did it in the 70s I would agree Then it may be time. Yeah, it, it just seems like we're the only NFL team that's not allowed to evolve. Like, we have to be a 
run it, run first team and then pass whenever we need to team, which is kind of weird for me. Like even amongst fans, they want us to be able to run the ball, run the ball. But yet we're watching, you know, like Ben was a, uh, with Ben, even the, with Ben and Bell, we were still like pass first team. The pass was setting up to run. We saw what it did. You know, well, that was like some of our most successful teams were the passing teams. And people forget back in the 70s, the last two, last two Super Bowls, man, that was all that offense carrying that team for the most part. I mean, Terry Bradshaw and, and those wide receivers and mixed in with the running game, you know, like Steelers are allowed to have a nice balanced offense, but here in Pittsburgh, man, and in the media and in the media overall, you know, league-wide, they, they still seem to think the Steelers have to operate in the 70s. It's just weird. They're the only franchise that's not allowed to evolve is the Pittsburgh Steelers. And when they right, do guys, try to evolve, you know, they're poo-pooed for it. The results are in, Mike. <laughs> How do you think you did um, this week in the picks. Oh, I think I did terrible. You went nine and six. You got nine games correct, five what? games wrong. <laughs> the games that you lost, you picked um, the Houston, uh, Houston, Houston won. Washington beat Atlanta. You picked oh, Atlanta. Sure. Jacksonville beat Indianapolis. For some reason, you picked Indianapolis. Minnesota beat Chicago. You picked Chicago. Uh, the Jets beat Philly. Of course, you picked uh, – Philly yeah. and then finally the San Francisco Cleveland game you took San Francisco in Cleveland one but you did win the rest Mike those uh, nine and six in your tiebreaker you picked 45 points it came down to 45 and the actual tiebreaker for the Monday night game was 37 points so you did overshoot but no reason to get uh, too too concerned because there was nobody to tie you did a good it was a good week Mike I, I think I think if we would have had Derby it would have came down to being a really good week because I can see Derby picking a lot of these same games. I mean, a lot of the games, who, who would have taken Cleveland over San Francisco? Who would have taken the Jets over Philadelphia? But uh, we'll get back at it next week, guys. So, Mike, I do want to talk about one more thing before we start getting ready to wrap it up. <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow on the show, guys, we do have special guests coming on. Uh, they will be here to talk about the new movie, Mike. These are actors from the new movie that's coming out. Uh, it's a local indie slasher flick here in Pittsburgh based from the Pittsburgh area it's called the Carver House uh we've had guests on before Wendy and uh Dawn they were on last year and we talked to them and they were getting ready to start working on the movie the movie just is coming out tomorrow guys the mm -hmm. premiere comes out tomorrow this is at the Oaks Theater at 310 Allegheny River Boulevard in Oakmont Pennsylvania Get out to see it. It's called the Carver House. Every actor, every director, every producer, everybody is from in-house right here in Western Pennsylvania. Uh, of course, Dawn, she'll be by again. Dawn Laurie, Wendy Dunham will be by. Jerry Pietrella will be by. These are three of the actors from this movie. This is called the Carver House. It is, a, again, it's a horror flick. If you want to um, you want to go check out their website, I, I think it's www.sicktastic.com sick tastic yep. i think with k's yep. and it's sicktastic.com you could go check out their merchandise they have uh, shirts all different kind of cool stuff over there uh in the future you'll be able to get dvds of the movie things like this but again tomorrow guys a uh, special show and we are going to be talking with those guys about the movie looking, <laughs> excuse looking me forward to it. absolutely in the movie again it premieres tomorrow in oakmont it's seven o'clock p.m so if you're really into that stuff and especially if it's uh you know, you're into these movie, these indie movies and people that do them, you know, more locally than, than Hollywood, which a lot of people are into that. Yeah. You might want to get out tomorrow. Market for it. Uh, there really is. I, I'm meeting more people when, when later in life now. I'm, man, it's like 
people say i like horror movies but i, I don't like the mainstream ones yeah it's all I, yeah like you know, people like the the lower budget right quote unquote lower budget you know independent movies because you know you're you're able to do more and experiment more than you are with the studio movie because you know, studio movies they want certain elements they want certain things and you know, it's their way or the highway i do have um the on our facebook page twitter page instagram page I do have the trailer for the movie. If you get a chance, go check out the trailer. Also, I do have the address for where the premiere is, the theater that has the uh, premiere going on tomorrow night, and also um, the website as well. So if you go to any of our social media pages, go to that uh, post, drop down to comments, and you will again find the trailer, website, directions, all this kind of stuff for the premiere tomorrow. Big thing for them. Very excited. Uh, good people. They've been working on this very hard for a long time. And if I, if I wasn't, if I wasn't busy as hell tomorrow, I would go, I would go check it out because it seems like it's going to be a good time. Like they're having a premiere party and under, uh, if you go to YouTube, which is where the link takes you to watch the premiere, so many people, so many people checked it out. So many people commented, it looks like it's going to be a good time. It's a, it's a premiere party. So get down or down to 310 Allegheny river Boulevard in Oakmont, Pennsylvania tomorrow, seven o'clock. But first, don't miss what the guys got to say and the gals have to say about the show. That's tomorrow, special episode. Tomorrow. Mike, why don't you go tell everybody about the website? The 2 dumbinsers.com. Head on over there. We have all of our socials over there. Facebook page, Twitter, all that fun stuff. Um, blogs over there, merch store. The 2 Go check it out, everybody. www.the2dumbinsers.com. Again, that's www2 the two dumb users.com. A lot of cool things. Go check it out. We're going to go do school here in a minute. We do got the trivia of the day, guys. This is a Los Angeles Rams trivia question. That is who the Steelers play this week. Let's not waste any more time. Here we go, fellas. Derp, are you ready? Ready. Yes, sir. Here we go. What was uh, what was Rams defensive end Deacon Jones named nickname. Now, Mike, you got his the question right yesterday by picking Deacon Jones for uh, who coined the phrase sack. I want to know what his nickname was. Is anybody can anybody tell me what Rams defensive end Deacon Jones' nickname was? If you want choice, I'll give them to you in just a moment. We are live, everybody. We're live all week long, Monday through Friday, eleven o'clock a.m. to twelve o'clock p.m. right here. And if you want to check out the show in podcast form, we put the brand new show that we do live every day up on Spotify at 8 o'clock p.m. So you could just listen to the show if that'd be your choice. Uh, you could listen to it at the uh, in the car, at the gym, wherever. Put your earbuds in, check it out. Again, every day right here, 11 to 12, and every day, 8 o'clock p.m. over on Spotify. Check it out. All right, guys, so what was the Rams defensive end, Deacon Jones' nickname? Did either one of you guys need choices on this? I'm going to go with uh, Demon. Demon. Derpy, uh, let me put Mike down as Demon. So you're 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 saying that they called him Demon Jones. Mm -hmm. Demon Dinkin Jones. P on the board says church man. I'm gonna lock P in the place. All right, Derby comes down to you. Do you need choices for this? Uh, I'd like choices. I think that'll work to your uh, toward your advantage. Here we go, Derpy, especially for you. What was the Rams defensive end Deacon Jones's nickname? Was it A? Secretary of Defense was it B prime time was it C beast mode or was it D the freak 
Again, Derby, what was Deacon Jones's nickname? Secretary of Defense, Primetime, Beast Mode, or The Freak? I'm going to go A. A, Secretary of Defense. Is that your final answer? Yep. All right, there we go. The question of the day, guys, this is a Rams question. This is who the Steelers play next. What was the Rams defensive end Deacon Jones' nickname? Was it A, the Secretary of Defense, B, primetime, C, freak mode, or beast mode, D, the freak? I think that, um, P, you were probably thinking of um, Reggie Reggie White because he was the Minister of Defense. That's probably where you were where you were going there. Guys, yes, the answer is in fact A, Secretary of Defense. Once you hear the answers, I think it became obvious. But I think I think that's where you were going was with the Minister of Defense, Reggie William or Reggie White, of course. It should, um, Mike, it should, you have, been, it should have been Demon. It should have been Demon. But uh Mike, anything before you ready to take off? Uh Tomlin's press conference, he said, um, what did he say? Uh it's a big, it's a big if. If Dan Moore starts over Roger Jones, mm, even though the official the official um, you know depth chart has has Dan Moore as the number one, he says it's a big if. So all depending, it's all depending on you know how he. Practices. I hope to see. Right. I hope to see Broderick him. I I, uh, I I do too, but I kind of want Dan Moore to go out there and just play a stellar game and have fans rip him for no reason because I, yeah. I I find that's enjoyable for me too. Derpy, anything before you get ready to take off, man? Um. Let's go, Steeler Nation. Let's go get a dub against the Rams. Dubs. Derby. The dub. Uh, me, not anything really sports-related. I just want to say, totally off the record, off of anything, plus anything off of what we're talking about, I just I, – it crossed my mind the other day, and I thought, do I even want to say this on the show? It's kind of a weird thing to say on a sports show. I totally think the doggy style is overrated. There, I said it. I don't know. Boo this, man. Yeah, I, I just boo this man. I don't like it. I don't dig it. There's nothing. I don't know. You're just kind of up here all by yourself looking around. I catch myself looking around the overrated. That's my comment of the day. Boo this man. Anybody else? Boo this man. <laughs> boo this man. But again, uh, we do want to thank everybody for checking us out. We want to thank every each and every one of you. Everyone. We appreciate each and everyone. Believe me, we do. Uh, for Mike. Derpy, myself, the two dumb units. Everybody have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. <laughs> no, 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 no.